This teaching is from City Church Coventry. You can find us online at www.citychurchcoventry.org. I have the board because I'm going to draw a diagram in a minute. If you knew me as a child, you'll not be surprised that I'm a little bit of a nerd. Or if you know me now, to be fair. <laughs> um, so just ignore it for a minute. <clears throat> um, so Matthew asked some of us to speak over summer about overall. Um, our part in God's purpose was the title. So we all said, yeah, sure, easy, no problem. Let's talk about God's purpose. Um, I'm specifically going to look at Ephesians 1, verse 22. Um, and you've heard people read Ephesians every week. So I will read it in a minute. But I thought before we look at the specific verse about our part in God's purpose, we'd look at, I just want to give a tiny bit of context, which is why I give the board. So I've been doing a bit of reading about like what, what does God's purpose mean or what is God's purpose? How does that work? Um, and I find some diagrams and some books that I'm just going to draw because it's, yeah. So if we, I'm going to put this away in a minute. God's purpose kind of started like this, but it goes upwards, right? We talk about glory to glory or strength to strength or we grow to maturity, right? You've heard all those things in the Bible, right? Is this okay? <laughs> so this is, it's all about going upwards or growing to something and continuing. This is a continuous line. It doesn't just stop here. But then... Adam sinned. We know that story, right? He fell. Sin came into the world. And we, we talk about the fall, so I'm going to draw a little line downwards. Um, and God had a plan then as well. He had Jesus. He came. He died. He restored us. And we know that story and how amazing that is, and we talk about it all the time. I'm going to draw a little cross. Um, and he brought us back to God's original plan for us. But it doesn't stop there. Jesus didn't want us to stop here and stay forever. And that is an amazing place to be. We are restored. We are redeemed. We're brought into his family. That is an amazing place to be. But God never wanted us to stop there and only think about that. And then that was it. God always wanted us to keep going and moving onto greater things and onto maturity and onto greater freedom. And that's all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to remind us is that when we talk about God's purpose this morning and what Adam's been talking about and Hannah and Joel and, and other people over the summer, we're talking about God's purpose and God's plans and that's not just about stopping here and enjoying the freedom that God's given us. It's about continuing to grow. Okay, great. We can put the board away. <laughs> oh, we'll just leave it. It's fine. Um, so that's just a bit of context for what I want to talk about. Um, specifically, I was looking at the verse in Ephesians 22. I'll read just a little bit of that chapter, but you've all heard it. Lots of times over the summer. Um, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. This is from verse 15. Remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance for his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he extended when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet, this is verse 22, and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So that's what I want to look at. We're looking at what it means to bring all things under his feet. Um, 
I just want to talk about for a minute what does it mean to bring, what does it mean under his feet? I looked at a few definitions of what that word means or what that phrase means, and we've all heard it. Uh, But some of the things it can mean is that we bring everything under his rule, or he brings everything under his rule. He is higher than everyone, visually, if we're under his feet. He's above us. Um, It talks about uh, other versions of the same verse. When you read it in different versions, it says things like, and he subjected everything under his feet, or he put all things under his authority. So there's different words when we speak about under his feet can mean um, subjection. I find this amazing definition of what subjection means, meaning under God's arrangement. And I love that. When we're under his feet, we're under his arrangement. Um, Later in the verse, it talks about him being head of the church. And head means authority or source, not just the body part, which it does mean for the metaphor, but um, he is our head, he is our source. We are under his arrangement. Um, And so when, so God has an arrangement. He has plans. He has Uh, And we've already heard about parts of that already, uh, bringing unity. um, But God, part of that plan, part of that continuing on of that line is bringing all things under the rule of Jesus. Um, So what things are under his feet? Not just the Bible doesn't say some things are under his feet. It says that everything is and will be brought under his feet. Um, And so I've broken that down into different things that that can mean. Um, that all things are subject to him. Sin, firstly. We know when we think about all things are under his feet, we think about that verse in Genesis where it says, uh, he's talking about uh, sin and he says, I'll put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers and I will crush your head and I will strike your heel. Um, And so so God's commission to man in Genesis is to have dominion over the world. But we, we, sin came in and we lost that authority and Satan we, in the Bible, it talks about him being prince of the world. He gained, uh, he, he took dominion because of sin. But when Jesus died, the little line down there, he broke that power, he broke that authority, um, and that was shattered and was restored. Um, and that is part of, that is the fulfillment of this prophecy of his head being crushed. It's under the feet of Jesus. Um, so that's, that's one element of this, of what this phrase means. But it also means Physical things, the world, the, the actual oceans and the land, uh, the world we live in, those things are brought under his feet or will and will continue to be. It talks in the Bible sometimes about uh, is under his feet or will be under his feet. So it's, it's both of this. It is now and it will be to come. Um, and just as a side note, I don't know if this is helpful to you, but that brings me peace. I'm definitely one of those people who stay up at night reading a lot of content about this is happening to the world, the physical world, and I, I genuinely worry about it, and I get upset. But to know, and it brings me peace to know, that Jesus' promise is that that will be brought under his feet, that is under his feet and under his authority and under his rule and his reign. Uh, and that doesn't mean that we don't engage with it. We'll talk about that in a bit. But we engage with it, but it is always under his feet and will be. Um, spirit, I mean, spiritual things are under his feet, angels, um, they're under his authority, but also powers of darkness. And we talked about that already, that sin is crushed, but the powers of darkness are crushed, that those things are under his feet. They're under his rule and his reign. Amen. Ourselves, we are under his feet. That's the story of our faith, isn't it? We, to, to be a Christian, you have to say, Jesus, my life is yours. It's under your authority and it's under your rule. Uh, we come willingly, and there's so much freedom in that, um, that, that we have to bring ourselves as well under his feet. But also... Um, and this is, this is a bigger point, is that 
the earthly powers and earthly authorities and earthly kingdoms and cultures um, that we think of as, um, oh, there's, you know, the Christian things in life and then there's the world and everything else and culture and things that we don't talk about or we don't engage with. Um, God doesn't ignore those. Those things are not outside of his authority or outside of his power and he doesn't want them to be. Those things are also, when he said everything is under his feet and everything will be under his feet, that's what he wants to happen as well. He wants to bring those things under his feet too. Um, and so I, I wanted to remind us about that, that not only does it say that, that uh, we bring those things under the feet of Jesus, but the Bible also says that they are under our feet, that we have authority too. And when we are to engage with God's plan, God doesn't have this plan and he's going to He could do it all by himself, but we know God's character and we know God's nature and he wants partnership and we we talk about that all the time. So he doesn't want to do this by himself. He he wants, he created us to be part of his purpose. That's what we're talking about. What is our part in God's purpose? And if God's purpose is to bring all things, physical, spiritual, earthly, cultural, he wants us to be involved with that. We're not outside of that and we're not, we're to be actively engaged in bringing those things under his feet and as we've already said that starts with that always comes from a place of I'll bring myself first under your feet I'm first under your feet I willingly submit to you my life is under your arrangement but when he when he says he wants us to get us involved I want I want to remind us and when I was thinking about this I thought this was was something that was really important for us is that we shouldn't play down what that means for us in our lives. Um, we are called to be leaders and cultural influencers if God is to bring uh, those things under his authority. So are we. Um, it says in Hebrews 2, it talks about... Um, where did I put Hebrews 2? I copied it somewhere. Maybe it's here. It is. Um, it, it talks about, it, it uh, refers to Sammy, and it, so it'll quote that as well. But it says, um, it's not angels that he has subjected to the world to come and which we are speaking, but there is a place where someone has testified, which is Sammy. What is mankind that you're mindful of them? The son of man that you care for him. You've made him a little lower than the angels. You've crowned him with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present we do not see everything subject to them, but we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, not crowned with glory and honour, now crowned with glory and honour because he suffered death, so that by grace of God he might taste death for everyone. So it talks about Jesus and bringing things under his feet, but it also says that it's under our feet. Jesus, the part of God's plan is always to bring us under. Um, And so if if you're in this church and you're thinking, okay, that's you know, that's great, but I'm not, I'm not called to be a leader or I'm not called to be, uh, to bring cultural influence or to bring systems of the world under his feet. That's not what God's asked me to do. I just kind of want to remind you that that's not true, that actually that is what God's asked you to do. And, um, (laughs) and, and while that can mean small things and little things and, and engaging with your your neighbour or the people on your street, that is so important. And that's the world that we live in. That's what we want to bring in. But specifically for this church, God has commissioned and ordained world leaders. And I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean 
I mean, literally, and that can be scary, but I don't want, I don't want anyone to exclude themselves from that or think that, that what, what I have in my life is too small or it's only this realm um, that I'm called to, to bring to Jesus. Um, a couple of years ago at Bible Week, we, we had prophetic words specifically for Coventry. And this is what God's been reminding me of, that just in case, even though I've said it, you still want to exclude yourself from being people who, who are leaders and cultural influencers. In case you still want to exclude yourself, I just want to remind you that God specifically said that about Coventry. If you don't go to this church normally, this is for you too. God doesn't, God, God's word is for everyone, is for all of his people. And it's true for all of his people. So don't get out of it just because you think, oh, well, I don't go to this church normally. Sorry. <laughs> but specifically for this church in Coventry, <clears throat> a couple of years ago, God spoke this word to us. And he said, there are world changers that you're currently, talking to Matthew and Ruth, that you're currently looking after. It's an incubator for leaders who are going to change the world. You may be few in number, but you are mighty. They have been drawn uniquely to you both and to the church in Coventry. You are my instrument to raise up world changers and influencers who will not only minister in this nation, but will be sent to the ends of the earth out of Coventry. That was God's word to us a couple of years ago. Um, just going to take some more water. I have that recording if you want it. But every time I listen to it, it's so powerful. It's not just, you know, you guys are great and I'd like you to just share the gospel with one person and, you know, great. That, that is so important and that is good. But God's commission to us is global, is, is cultural and is engaging with all of the systems of the world. It's engaging with all of the parts of the world um, to bring things under his submission, under the arrangement of God. And that can look like different things for different people. You might have a specific calling in your life where you really feel like God's called me into leadership in this area for his greater purpose, for the eternal continuing of his plans to bring things to Jesus. And that can look completely different for different things. Um, But I guess I just wanted to ask you and remind yourselves, where is it, what world do you belong in? What systems of influence do you belong in that you're called to be raised up in? That you're commissioned, you're given a charge by God to to become that, to to bring those things to him. Um, And that will look like different things to different people, but just keep asking yourself, where, what have I excluded myself from that I shouldn't, that God's not told me to exclude myself from? What have I thought is too big for me that isn't, that God's given me a charge to take care of? Um, and just ask yourself those questions and, and allow yourself um, to step into that commission to, um, to interact on, on much bigger platforms than we thought possible. Because that, out of Coventry, there will be those things. There will be world leaders. Um, and what is there is a purpose to that in, in Corinthians 15 it says this then the end will come and he will hand over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority and power for he must reign until he put all his enemies under his feet the last enemy to be destroyed is death for he has put everything under his feet now when it says that everything has been put under him it's clear that he does not include God himself who put everything under Christ When he has done this, then the Son himself, who will be made subject to him, who put everything under him, so that God may be all in all. So there is purpose in us engaging uh, with his plan. Firstly, to bring ourselves under the feet of Jesus. Um, That's our entryway into the faith. Um, To bring everything, everything else around us, 
um, under Jesus' feet. And ultimately, so that that may be brought under the feet of the Father, bringing glory to him. Um, And we do that by actively asking him and actively engaging with uh, his plans. Thanks for listening to this teaching from City Church Coventry. You can find more great teaching and other resources on our website at www.citychurchcoventry.org.